the Farm Advisory Service podcast. Audio advice on livestock, crops and soils, environment, rural business and more. Brought to you in association with the Scottish Government. Hello, my name is Kat McGregor and on behalf of the Farm Advisor Service, I would like to welcome you along to today's podcast. This is podcast two of a two-part short series on how technology can be used to improve animal welfare. Advancements in technology have revolutionised in every industry and agriculture is no exception. Today, we're speaking to Duncan Forbes from the Agri-Epicentre on how technology is being used to help with animal health diagnostics. Duncan, welcome along today. Appreciate you taking the time to speak to us. Could you just give us a little brief overview about yourself, your background on the Agri-Epi, and uh, then we'll make a start on the actual podcast itself? Yes, hi, Kat. So, yep, my name's Duncan Forbes. I'm the head of dairy for the Agri-Epicentre. So the Agri-Epicentre's been set up and running for about five years now. We are partially funded by a UK government to improve productivity and efficiency of all sectors of agriculture. Uh, So my role in that is pretty much focused on the livestock sector, especially the dairy sector. But much of what we're doing in terms of the, for example, the Southwest Dairy Development Centre that we've built is equally applicable to beef cattle as it is to to the dairy side of things. Great. Thanks for that, Duncan. So, Duncan, with advancements in technology now starting to play a key factor in the world of farming, are you able to tell us a little bit about the work that's going on within the Agri-Epicentre and the technology that's being used or tested to optimise animal welfare? Yeah, so, uh, you know, look, sensors are, um, are something that we're now finding increasingly in use across all sectors, but if we look at the uh, livestock sector and the cattle sector, you know, sensors on animals is something which are now quite well established and possibly in wider use, well, definitely in wider use on dairy cows than they are on beef. But, you know, interestingly, seeing what we've learned on the dairy cow side, that we can bring benefits uh, to the management of beef cattle as well. So, so, you know, we've got, on, for example, on our dairy cows, which we've got a, the 180 cow dairy herd uh, here in Somerset at the Southwest Dairy Development Centre, we have another dairy herd uh, in Shropshire at the Harper Adams University campus. Um, there are sensors on those animals, some of them collar mounted and maybe on the ear and others on the leg. And all of them are, are measuring animal activity. Once you've measured patterns of activity in animal in, a, in an animal, uh, then the software can start to learn more about that animal and spot changes in the activity. So where sensors first came in was in spotting uh, animals coming bullying, coming on heat. As any cattle owner will know, you get uh, spikes of activity when the animal is uh, on heat. And, uh, and that's then when you need to actually get the animal inseminated. Um, so that was really where most sensors came from. But it wasn't long before the developers of those sensors were learning that, in fact, that activity pattern could also tell us other things about the health of the animal. Um, so, you know, um, things like changes in, in activity being f- from there, you can imply that maybe there's something up with the animal's health. So 
we have some of the leg mounted ones, which we've got the Ice Robotics Cow Alert system. Um, it's on the ankle and uh, it's measuring the locomotion of the animal. So you can well imagine that when an animal starts to go lame, it favors one leg over the other. And so in the sensors, an accelerometer that can measure the change in gait of the animal. And all of these sort of sensors, the idea is that they should detect uh, changes earlier than you could necessarily spot them. However skilled a stock person you are, the idea is that it should enable you to make earlier interventions because it gives you earlier warnings. And, and the beauty of all the sensors, of course, is they're watching 24-7. It doesn't matter how dedicated <laughs> a stockman you are, you can't be watching every animal every hour of every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, which is which is great. So the information then that these sensors are providing, it's real-time information, assuming that it's present day, and there's no delays, it's exactly what's happening there and then. That's absolutely right. And, and it's yep. gathering that and building that information all the time. One of the things, therefore, one of the challenges for, for agriculture is connectivity because we're generating more and more data and we need that data to be more widely available than just going back to a PC on the farm. So, so there's a big challenge uh, in getting cloud-based systems working. The agri Center has been involved in uh, more than one project looking at the benefits of 5G, the next generation of mobile signal, uh, which is going to be much more universal than previous coverage, uh, I'm told. Um, <laughs> Does that include the far north of Scotland? <laughs> uh, well, funnily enough, uh, the 5G Rural First project, uh, one of the test beds for it was the Orkney Isles. Right, right. And, um, and of course, the people of the Orkneys were absolutely delighted that suddenly they had this much improved connectivity through 5G. It's not just about improved productivity, but also its capacity to carry data. It's got massively wider bandwidth than previous uh, Gs of, of signal, if you had one at all. And I've had plenty of farmers visit me saying, God, never mind 5G, I'd like 1G, you know? So really, there's some exciting things. You know, we need to be keeping our minds open to where th what things are going to look like in five years or less. And it's going to be massively different to where we are now. <laughs> well, here's hoping. Um, Duncan, AgriEpi used vision systems, I believe, to help with the early detection and intervention of potential health risks. Can you tell us just a little bit more about that? Yeah. So, um, you, you know, I've actually just talked about sensors that are mounted on the animals, but there are other yeah. sensors like boluses uh, that, that are now starting to be more widely used. And in fact, probably one that's, that can potentially have more uh, application than, uh, for, for beef animals than necessarily in dairy. Um, but, but there are others as well. And, and I think a really exciting area of development is vision systems, it's using video cameras to be watching your animals. And, and this is where a different sort of AI comes into place. You know, we all understand what AI is in, in cattle farming, but uh, this AI is artificial intelligence. And this is where the really exciting thing comes along is you can use a pretty ordinary off-the-shelf video camera to watch your animals, but it's how it detects that movement and, and the artificial intelligence and machine learning learns about each individual animal and how it's behaving. And when that behavior changes minutely, it starts to track that animal 
and go, hang on, there's something going on with this. So again, Mm -hmm. to the same theme as we were saying before, it's enabling early intervention. So if you imagine what it is, is in the development, it is we're going to be watching an animal, and then when it gets a health issue, you can track back over the footage, video footage of that animal and go, aha, we can now see maybe two, three weeks before it actually manifested itself as an illness issue, that it started to minutely change its behavior. So in fact, this illness was happening before we really spotted it. That's that's where machine learning goes, because each time that happens, it gets better and better at spotting what's going on. That's really interesting, I think. And that's yeah. why I'm excited by video systems. Yeah. I mean, I guess a lot of farmers maybe have uh, cow cams or already have some kind of video mechanism, you know, for, for watching over their stock. But but this is taking it to another level at AgriEpi. Yes, that's right, because because it's it's exactly, the, well, I say exactly, it's, it's similar cameras to those. But mm-hmm. what's happening is you've got some really clever software in the background. So it's not you having to look at the screen and watch to see what's happening with an animal. And that in itself has been hugely helpful, isn't it, to be able to have cameras looking, say, at your calving pen, so you don't have to climb out of bed at two in the morning, whether Maisie's having her calf or not. You can look on the camera. Well, now there's there's a whole heap of sensors, as well as video uh, visioning systems, that can get much more sophisticated than that and actually not only just tell you when cows are calving, but watch the entire herd and uh, we'll be able to spot all sorts of changes in behavior, which it can then interpret into useful information in terms of how to manage those animals. Excellent, isn't it? Um, So do you see cameras of this nature then being available to use on-farm in the near future? I mean, at what stage in development are they? It is quite new, but the rate of development is very rapid. There there, There are one or two already on the market, and there are others being developed right now so you know watch this space we're not talking 10 years hence we're talking next year year after these things are going to be available so depending on on where you are in terms of what techno how familiar you are with using technology and so on and how friendly those developers can make it all of this technology is exciting in itself but at the end of the day you know a farmer doesn't get excited about how the internal combustion engine on his tractor works all you want to know is that that tractor is going to do the job he needs it to do. And it's exactly the same with this sort of system. I couldn't care less what camera it is and what the algorithms are doing in the background. I just yep. want to know that it's going to give me useful information to manage my animals better. Of course, of course. And of course, it would all come at a cost as well. Yes, uh, that you know that that is a thing. And obviously, uh, nobody's going to invest in something that doesn't give you a payback. So I see these systems as not, necessarily being way out there on cost and they will uh, you know you've only got to detect one uh, and, and and offset one or two serious cases of illness thanks to this mm-hmm. system to have paid for it yeah yeah to the rewards to the rewards that's for sure Duncan it all sounds really interesting um, I would like to thank you very much for taking the time sharing the fantastic work that's been carried out at the agri Centre with us today we do look forward to hearing some of the, the great research work and what results we can see that is going to come from the agri Centre for those that would like to know more information about the work that's carried out at the agri Centre and some of the other projects and perhaps advancements that 
technology that are being worked on. If you log on to agriepicenter.com, um, you'll see all the great work that is being carried out. Duncan, thank you so much for your time again today. And I hope everybody that's been listening to the, the podcast has found the information very useful. Thanks again. <laughs>